Yeah, from the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Joining me now, Seth Barron. Hey, Seth. Hi, Pat. How are you? I'm good. Hey, uh, what the hell was going on uh, that in the Bronx with some kind of a, like a deputy inspector or something like that? Uh, it sounded like they had some unreasonable request of the man. Well, the um, the precinct commander of the 46th precinct, uh, yeah, he quit. He uh-huh. up and quit. Uh, he said that he that there was no direction coming on how to fight crime anymore. Uh, shootings are way up in his precinct. Yeah. I think there's been like 16 shootings in the last four weeks compared to two shootings in the same period a year ago. Christ, that's a lot. Uh, they've, dissolved, they've dissolved the anti-crime unit, which is the plainclothes sort of street crime unit that goes around the goes around and takes guns off the streets. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not clear. They don't really know how to um, fight crime anymore. So he quit. Wow. Supposedly, they had wanted him to take a knee at, like, the next precinct community board meeting. This is what I heard. I don't know if that's true. But um, that's the rumor. And he he was like, no, nah, fuck this. So um, mm. he put in his papers. He resigned. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of cops doing this. A lot of cops are like, uh, what's going on? I mean, murders and shootings are way up around the city. Yeah, they are. Uh, from over 2019, it looks like 141 as of Friday. Now it's 172. Well, that's murders. Murders, right. Homicides, yeah. That's murders. Oh, did I say shootings, shootings homicides. Hom- oh, the shootings. The shootings are, are up uh, yeah, yeah. also. They came up really suddenly last week. It looks like. 346 up to 483. That's an appreciable number of shootings, uh, you know, in the increase. Well, look, it's not going to be new to any of your listeners for me to point out that this is a nationwide phenomenon and that if you're going to have an anti-policing movement, demands to defund police departments and increased scrutiny of, you know, heretofore legal procedures and just standard protocol with like, you know, this promise to prosecute cops for all kinds of things. Well, then you're going to have less proactive policing. Um, And as a result, you're going to have emboldened criminals, people going out to settle scores. And uh, that's 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 what we're seeing. That's the that's the harvest. Yeah, this is the fruit of of depolicing. The chickens coming home to roost, uh, or whatever you want to call it, whatever barnyard phenomenon we want to compare it to. It's like a, a bad situation when you when you charge a, a cop with murder. It doesn't really matter if he gets off. You know, if you charge a cop with capital murder, it's going to have a cooling effect on police work. It's like the chickens coming home to roost, and you've already closed the barn door, and there's a charging bull. Speaking of the bull, you know, with all the changes that De Blasio can make, he wasn't able to move the bull down on uh, Wall Street or or to Wall Street, rather. You know, the famed charging bull statue. He wanted to move it uh, for that's a good point to de-emphasize it or something, I guess. But just for strictly aesthetic reasons, you know, they say that it, they an eleven-person panel uh, for this, but they don't, but they only have Shirley McRae to point out the things that should be taken down. Well, I don't think Shirley Shirley. I think you're referring to her the the new um, racial justice and reconciliation commission that she that she's in charge. Yeah, it's of a, now. a panel. I thought it was going to be a panel, but I think she's the only one on it, right? 
I don't know. I asked him about this the other day, actually. I, I got a question in. Um, because I said, like, look, two years ago, you set up a whole blue ribbon commission to address all, to, to examine all the statues and determine which ones need to come down. And the only one that they settled on was the statue of J. Marion Sims, who, you know, who was kind of like one of the founding fathers of gynecology, but who it turns out, like just like the finger um, chicks did a lot of his experiments. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did a lot of his experiments on these like enslaved women, and um, maybe he didn't use ether when he could have. I mean, he did sort of figure out how to fix fistulas, like serve like fistulas, you know, like yeah, fistula. Like he figured out how to fix them, but at the same time, you know, they didn't like the way he went about using. Um, slaves as his uh guinea pigs okay so fine so they took down the statue of j marion sim i i can't imagine a great number of tourists were coming for that you know and and they're going to leave disappointed because they did (laughs) (laughs) you know let me point out that on the outside of the department of health building uh right down by um like federal plaza it still has his name sandblasted into the into the side of the building it says sims so okay maybe they'll be maybe the tourists will be redirected there to see that exactly yeah um anyway so i said to Delazio, i was like hey uh two years ago you had this whole commission they looked at all the statues why are they uh, why do you need this new racial justice and reconciliation commission to review all their work did they not do a good enough job i kind of wanted to say when are you going to investigate that commission why don't we investigate the, the old commission to find out why they let all these racist statues stand? Hmm? Yeah, they need to form some sort of a committee. Yeah, to investigate them. Anyway, so he was like, no, no, no. The new, yeah, we're looking at statues, but we're also looking at a whole lot of other things like all the systemic racism and institutional racism in the system. Uh, and that's, and we're going to try to figure out precise ways to uh, make it up. So, uh, you know, I guess you can uh, do what you want with that. Well, McRae, uh, Sherlane, his wife, is uh, leading the they call the Racial Truth and Reconciliation Commission. And so this it was his. I think it's called the Racial Justice. Yes, racial justice and reconciliation. Oh, okay. This must be a misprint in the post. Was the point he was trying to make uh, that, yeah, yeah, you're right. This one says racial justice, and yeah, when it links to it. Is it because this is specifically directed at race and, and it wasn't before? Good question. My main concern, here's my main concern. All right, Shirlane McRae, all right, she started out doing Thrive NYC. He put her in charge of solving the whole mental wellness, mental health issues for New York City. Good. That's a big problem. Smashing success. Then he put her in charge of She Built NYC. You know, we need more statues of women. Then he put her in charge of some other commission a couple months ago, and then now he's put her in charge of this commission. The woman must be going crazy. She's, how can she be working so hard? I don't know. He's working his wife to death. How can she focus on Thrive NYC? That's an important issue. Yeah. Aren't you true. worried that maybe she, she can't handle that? It's too much work. How is she going to solve mental health problems in the age of COVID and the protests 
if she has to focus on all this other stuff. I, I really feel like he's maybe stretching her too thin. Now, she is an amazingly accomplished and competent woman. There's no denying that. Of course. So, you know, I guess she can, I guess she can do it. I mean, prior to being... Uh, to me, it seems like a problem. The mayor's wife, when her, she was dating the mayor. So, uh, and prior to that, I guess she was uh, an activist looking for a man. You know, I don't know. But but she's uh, she's he's working her like uh, like a slave, basically. You know, I mean, that's it, it's sort of uh, it, it's it seems extreme that, to lay that much on somebody. I'm not going to go that far. Well, I guess I'm not going to go that far. He is. A, the family is dedicated to public service. Does she get paid? She does not. Get paid. So, no. that's what, yeah, I mean, like this is a lot of it's a lot of unpaid work. Look at the whole family. I mean, de Blasio, dedicated public servant. Charlene McRae. Dedicated public servant. Yeah. Chiara, Mc, Chiara de Blasio, his daughter, dedicated public servant, was out doing the people's work protests. Essential labor. Said he was very proud. Dante de Blasio worked on his dad's presidential campaign. More public service. Yeah. And the mayoral campaign. The most public-minded family in the country. Yeah. They, they're all civic-minded individuals. And then bring, put them together as a family, and you should watch them dance. You know, they have uh, some pretty. I, I, that's a th- that's a shame. We had to miss that parade this year and miss their uh, their dance move. You know the uh, the patented uh, yeah the, the patented yeah De Blasio slap dance slap down dance or, or whatever it is. Do you think they'll do that again? Because she's running for office next year, I think, to be Brooklyn Borough President. Mm. I certainly hope that the parades are back by then, so they can do the slap dance again. Oh my God! I mean that. That would be nice. It would be very nice. Now, well, he's he, he. We have another year and a half of De Blasio to to ride out, and you know, the the critics are well, they're only there as long as uh, you're in office, right? But I mean, as borough president, she, does she have much of a record to run on? You think to to get that kind of a position? She has an amazing record. Are you kidding me? <laughs> she's on the racial. She's on the racial justice and reconciliation commission. She's going to like do a lot of good work there. She already has done all of this work with Thrive NYC, keeping New York's New York New Yorkers like healthy um, and like mentally fit to deal with COVID and all these other issues. Yeah, that's true. She, I mean if you watch some of those those little videos she's made saying breathe. Yeah. I mean people will forget. Yeah. She's got like a, 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 a shit ton of accomplishments, dude. Yeah, I know. But I mean, borough president is a pretty demanding job. I mean, there's ribbons to be cut. There's uh, policemen to be judged. There's, uh, you know, any number of people that, that she'll have to, you know, cast aspersions on, you know, or uplift, uh, you know, depending on their uh, political and racial positioning. Uh, it's, it's a lot. Well, I really like um, the current borough president of Brooklyn, Eric Adams. He's made some interesting comments recently. Um, for instance, you know, I mean, you know about the the spate of like firework, you know, all the, the youth kind of um, exploding fireworks in the middle of the street all over the city. I mean, this has been a big, big story. In the story middle of the night. Long. Yeah. 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 It's been going on across the country. It's it, they, they acted like it was a mystery of some sort. I, I'm pretty sure that uh, it can be directly linked to uh, the protest in some way. But that's, uh, you know, if they well, find that, no, I'm sure they won't be forthcoming about I'm it. I'm not going to take you down your conspiratorial rabbit hole. But I did like what um, Eric Adams, the current borough president of Brooklyn, had to say. He said, don't call the police. If people are lighting fireworks, don't call 911, which is the emergency number, and don't even call 311, which is like the 
complaint number because you don't want to get the police. There's no reason to, to escalate this to like the level of a military emergency, which is what it is if you call the police. Yeah. What he suggested people do, if someone's lighting fireworks at three in the morning, just go out and talk to them. They are your neighbors. Just talk to them and, and, and they will, they're rational. They yeah. want to talk to you. They would love to hear you say that you're tired. Yeah. And that they're annoying. Obviously, they they have yeah they're just thoughtless. You know they're young and they haven't really given. They haven't realized that oh three in the morning is a time when a lot of people are asleep. Uh, these things are exploding up by their windows and and it could potentially you know create a disturbance. I thought you were going to say just sit back and enjoy the show was his advice. You know just 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 kick back and um, enjoy the fireworks show. Well, that, that wouldn't be bad either. Sort of the equivalent of telling a rape victim, just lay back and enjoy it, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, not exactly, but, you know, th- I think there's a, there's, a, there's a difference in degree. A degree. And thus there's a difference in kind. Ah. But at the same time, yes, why not just enjoy the fireworks? People pay good money to go and hear fireworks. They could blow them up anywhere. Why not, why not blow them up where, where everybody can enjoy them? You know, right there in the middle of uh, Midtown or, or in uh, Brooklyn, I guess, is where most of these are going <laughs> off. Uh, share yeah. the excitement. You know, but talking to people can be dangerous now. In the Bronx, a 28-year-old man noticed some guys looking at him kind of aggressively. So he asked them, uh, you know, what's up? What are you, what are you looking at me like that for? Disemboweled, the 28-year-old man was by uh, one of the goons. He slashed him in yeah. the stomach with an unknown object. But was it a, was he a Karen? Was he being a Karen? Kind of, kind of, yeah, because somebody's looking at him wrong. He had to, yeah, make this, take this racist step of, of you know, uh, dehumanizing them and asking them what they were looking at. It wasn't a smart move. I mean, it was 1 a.m. in Morrisania. Uh, there might have been a, a second thought there to just keep walking, you know, but... Um, I guess you know, the guy was asking a legitimate question, it seemed, at the time. He went to a nearby firehouse where 911 was called, and uh, he's in stable condition. But, I mean, his guts were hanging out. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Right, I mean, okay, they were hanging out. Yeah. It's... <laughs> People like to hang out. <laughs> People like to hang out. Guts like to hang out. Yeah. No, I mean, here's the thing. What, what's the big deal? Why is this even reported, recorded? Uh, racism vital statistics of the city racism definitely if nothing happened it's a non-event it's a non-event did anyone die no no Um, was anybody insulted maybe maybe just deal with it dude i mean yeah maybe Um, maybe they were insulted by him asking him that and like you know he who knows how many times he used the n-word you know and speaking to them probably multiple uh, as Karens are apt to do. And I suppose uh, if, without any video, video footage of this, then I don't even know how we're supposed to even believe that it happened. Good point. You know, how, how do we know he didn't just slash himself open, you know, and, and uh, try to blame it on some, you know, oh, it was a bunch of black guys. Oh, right. Okay, Karen. Yeah, okay, Karen, sure. Okay, Karen. His identity wasn't released, which is probably a good thing. In the Diamond District, a jeweler was shot in the neck outside his posh uh well, Brooklyn home. He's a he's a he's, he works in the Diamond District, rather. Forty four year old man, name not released, shot just before nine p.m. while arguing with another man in his driveway. So this sounds just like uh, some kind of a disagreement among neighbors. Uh, he jumped in a Toyota and drove off. The guy did. The gunman did. Unclear what it was about. I bet it had something to do with with diamonds, though. Did he kill him? He's not dead. He was uh, expected to survive. 
Okay, so why is it even? Why is this even interesting? It's a good. That's a good question. It seems as if uh, it's being floated out there to try to, you know, uh, I, I guess uh, blow up this idea that there's a, a struggle or something, something between blacks and Jews. Now I, I don't know if the guy, if the gunman was black or not. It doesn't mention that he was black, uh, but uh, well, how do you know? Was the other guy Jewish? He's a diamond district jeweler, so I guess we don't technically know a diamond a diamond district jeweler who lives in Brooklyn uh, is is not necessarily Jewish. So yeah, this doesn't really tell us anything. I think that we're supposed to read between the lines, you know, and and be like, oh, this is a problem, you know. Oh, I hey, you know what I did the other day? I took a walk down to City Hall to check out the big encampment. Oh, right. They're camping out at City Hall, uh, it, w- occupying it, as they call it. Yeah, occupying it. Um, yeah, I wanted to see what was going on. There were a lot of people down there. Yeah. I would say 500. 500? Really? I'm not that good at estimating crowd size, but there but seem okay. to be a lot of people. They are they're going to camp out until the city budget is negotiated with... A one billion dollar cut in the NYPD. Well, I don't see any problem with that. I mean, it's just a their whole budget is six billion. They've still got five billion left, you know, to to police with. Exactly. What? So why shouldn't so a bunch of uh, why shouldn't five hundred people who sit in front of a uh, the city hall determine the budget? You know, uh, they should present some <laughs> other budget. <laughs> concerns well, it, you know it is kind of funny like what are they gonna do if the budget isn't doesn't go their way i suppose they're just gonna stay right they'll just sit there they'll just sit there i mean like uh it's probably to 500 people who are you know or however many people it ends up being who will be not engaged in crime anybody who's hungry should go down there because they had a shit ton of food and you could just grab whatever you wanted no way they had like trays of food they had sandwiches they had a they had a whole garbage can filled with like YooHoo. I mean, not there were like little boxes of YooHoo. It wasn't like a garbage can, just with like loose <laughs> with a ladle <laughs> with a with a dipping spoon. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds um, like that would have worked. No, no, they had, they had everything. I took pictures. Anybody who wants to can go look at my Twitter. I've got some, I've got some cute pictures of the encampment. Yeah, uh, and some of the signs good too it's at seth baron nyc on twitter and uh yeah check it out those the so it, oh, yeah. the pictures are it's a ragtag bunch i mean i'm, I'm gonna just say it they uh yeah, and mostly whites um to my eye anyway it seems like a lot of white people have it is a lot of white taken up the black lives matter type causes white students type like hey i don't know like it didn't seem like there were it, it wasn't a real family scene Oh, I didn't seem to see a lot of like families, right? Seem mostly like white white kids in their early twenties, maybe. Well, I guess if they had um, families, it, it, it might begin to look too recreational. It become a violation of the uh, lockdown orders or something, you know, the social distancing and whatnot. I mean, they have to keep it strictly it about BLM politics. Like a violation of social distancing, anyway. But well, no, not because um, it, it's BLM though, so it's fine. That's true. That's completely legal, allowed. Uh, it's. Uh, I, I. I imagine the police are pretty sick and tired of all this. Um, why do they get to um, just walk in the middle of the street? Well, because like they are, you know, because they're state sanctioned. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it's. <laughs> it does seem like that, doesn't it? 
Yeah, I mean they more or less are. It's it's you know they're not they're not to be fucked with. They're they, you know the the medical profession has signed off on it. You know instead of so long as you're protesting BLM, you know that is the more pressing concern over the global pandemic that has shut down businesses and uh, society for for the last several months. Yeah, and the mayor and the governor all say yes, yes, this is fine, this is good. These people have a good issue. They're responding to it. Four centuries of pain. Pain. They, they mentioned pain a lot. So, uh, you know, they can just do this as much as they want. And, uh, no, you're right. It's yeah. basically state-sponsored. It's a little weird. I mean, I... I I've heard it a little weird. I personally had a problem with the wording, you know, within the, 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 the letter that came from the medical profession saying that, like, this is not to condone any other protests, particularly not lockdown orders, protests of lockdown orders. I thought, well, are those the most deadly kind of coronavirus super super spreader events, the kind that are protesting lockdown orders? I mean, uh, you, you got to wonder, like, obviously, exactly how politicized how politicized is the medical profession at this point? It was it, it was an extreme experience expression of that well I, tomorrow sunday i guess i don't know when you're going to release this maybe it's over by now yeah um, there's going to be a like a republican sponsored sort of protest i don't even know if it's a protest just basically like about the, the teddy roosevelt statue at the natural history museum mm. um and at central park west and like 81st street and I kind of have this funny idea that de Blasio is going to send the police in with live ammunition to clear it. Oh, wow. Like this is illegal. Like, and that people will talk about it as like, even though it's, they, they keep saying this is going to be like the most utterly peaceful thing. It's just going to be like, yay, Teddy Roosevelt. Um, but I can picture like it being written up on CNN as like, like far right, violent racist extremist yeah. violent protest I, I you know I, i'm just gonna lay my bets now that that's how this somehow or another that's how this gets cast yeah i think so I, i'm sure that they'll mention social distancing not being followed or the locked in, you know, in violation of so and so but you, you know when they interview trump supporters especially outside rallies or something and great people or whatever but you know they're they they sort of represent a certain uh, uh demographic within the trump supporter you know that is you know yeah who speaks a certain way acts a certain way i don't know if they'll get that maybe they will you know but the the whole decision is um by the museum you know i mean this wasn't they weren't forced i think that it might maybe they're just trying to get ahead of it you know and take it down voluntarily or something but they're not gonna it's not like they're gonna throw it in the river i guess they're maybe taking it down just so that it's not such a yeah controversial provocative thing anymore it really is kind of silly it is it's kind of a cool i i would like to have the statue if they're giving it away I don't think they're giving it away. No, I think they're going to put it someplace. Else. They and and they were really, you know, uh, they were really specific to affirm that it's not about Teddy Roosevelt, but it's about the statue itself. I mean, look, you know what? Like, it's kind of. I, I I'm not even like that worked up about it. Um, like I like Teddy Roosevelt, but I guess I can kind of see why. <sighs> All right, we've got our museum, and they are making a fuss about this statue. The guy doesn't have like an unblemished record on his of like commentary. That's not important. The important I, I think that people should care about each and every statue because it's not being democratically done because it's being done by a mob. You know, I, I think anything the mobs well, are doing, yeah, yeah, that's the problem. Absolutely, but I'm, that's not the question. that's not what's happening here. 
Nope, sure isn't. The the, sta- the the museum's taking it down, and they it seems silly to show up and protest it, really. I mean, it's their decision. If they want to back down and cave like, you know, Mrs. Butterworth and, and everybody else, then, uh, you know, that's their right. Wait, Mrs. Butterworth is against it? Mrs. Yeah, Mrs. Butterworth has spoken out against the, the statue, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kind of agree. I kind of agree. That's why I'm not, like, that keen on this as a protest, because it's like, well, whatever. They can take it down. No, I agree with you. Look, I don't even care if they take down statues of Thomas Jefferson, but let's just do it in a democrat in like with some fucking process and not make it like this is a a failed state where the mob gets to do whatever it wants. You want to take down a Confederate statue? Fine. Let's at least have an argument about it. Let's have a debate. Let's have like a vote. You can't just yeah. have it be like the mob gets to go and just rip down whatever it wants. Yeah, exactly. That's my yeah. take. Yeah, I, we say this, so so therefore there it goes, and yeah, it starts with that, and then it ends up being like a, I, I, another part of the country, but you know, a guy walks in with a baseball bat and you know it starts preaching to everybody, and and so like he gets arrested, and the next, and a couple of hours later, a bunch of rioters show up and take the place apart. It's really uh, politicking by force, you know, and 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 rioting, and you know, it, this this it's really not it's it, this is really not uh over you know by any means uh it's uh it's happening all over the world uh but you know the fireworks can be dangerous too you know there was a the, a guy who was set on fire uh by a by one of these a homeless guy then they're trying to find him whoever threw a a lit firework at an elderly man sleeping on the sidewalk 66 year old charles bell he was on what lennox and west 113th the man tossed explosive at him and uh Everybody's kind of laughing at everything as the as the you know as the thing goes off and burns his legs and his back and everything. He's in stable condition, but uh, youch. You know, if you know who threw it, call one eight hundred five seven seven tips one eight hundred five seven seven T I P S. I mean, why attack a homeless guy for Christ's sake? It seems like he would be on the on the list of people to kind of take it easy on. Um, well, I think if you're just like some asshole who likes to light fireworks and throw them at people, then I don't think you really care that much. Uh, well, uh, yeah, maybe not. Now, de Blasio is saying that uh, the people setting off the fireworks on city streets, not a priority for the NYPD or the fire department. He says uh, even after this three-year-old boy was injured by an illegal firework uh, in the Bronx, so they have other things, he said, to do particularly dealing right now with other profound challenges, which, uh, what would those be? Yeah. Like, um, but, like guarding, um, guarding any group of 40 people who want to walk down the middle of the street. Right. Shit like that. Yeah. To say nothing of the, the surge in shootings and murders. Uh, but he, you know, he, he says, uh, gun violence, it's the gun violence, you know, that, that they're, that he's worried about. Do you have a problem with that term gun violence? I have a problem with gun violence. I don't know why. What's the matter with the term? Well, the term gun violence, I think, is often used as it substitutes for. It seems like it's the only crime that's framed as as the the weapon, you know, sort of being behind it. You know, oh, I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a criminal thing when when people uh, say the the problem isn't with guns. Um, yeah, no, I guess you're right. It is a little um, it's a little tendentious, a little obfuscating. Yeah, he doubled down on his crackdown on suppliers of the fireworks, not the users. Amid growing outrage from the yeah, I've heard this. But how do you, if you're cracking down on um, the suppliers, like the suppliers are, um, 
legal vendors out of state. So what is he talking about? Is he talking about people who bring them in and sell them? That must that's what I was thinking is that you know, bring them in and give them away. It would be my theory. I don't I don't think that there's a great deal of money being laid out for these fireworks. I think it's uh, I think they're brought up here with the intention to, you know, provide them to whoever. But yeah, whoever sells them initially is doing something legal. I I would assume they're not manufacturing them here. Yeah. No. Uh yeah, I don't really know what um I think that that's kind of – I think he doesn't want to get into um, arresting uh, youth. Yes. Just having – blowing off steam. And thus, we're going to have more of it. Uh, it's not going to go away. July 4th is next week, so there's going to be more fireworks. Yeah. Uh, probably all summer even. Who's to say? We'll be sick of them by the 4th, I think, is probably the point. Nobody's going to get too into a fireworks show. We've been watching these outside our windows for the last several months. Now, I, I haven't personally seen any, but, you know, I know that the, that it's going on. He, he, uh, it's funny about that, about the fireworks, because uh, when he talks about getting the suppliers and not wanting, I guess I guess what it was, he, he doesn't want to arrest, like you said, the people setting them off, lighting the fuses, because that will, uh, you know, promote the firework to prison pipeline. Right. Why should they be swept up in the in the justice system just just for lighting off some firecrackers? You know, like like people like to do. It's harmless. That's right. What we have to focus on is the the the, the fire road that brings them up in South Carolina. Yes. Um, we need to have like comprehensive firework control laws yeah and stop big firework from profiting off of uh noise in the inner cities an mta worker is accused of lobbing a sexist slur to a woman who called him out for not wearing a mask while working in a brooklyn subway station whenever it's funny how this works whenever they're not condemning somebody for raising a concern uh, it's it's called calling them out, you know. But if it's something else, that, then they're a Karen, right? Calling somebody right. out always always sounds like like it's really you know justified and necessary. Yeah, it's funny how um, being a Karen is now like um, it's a real tricky line where we have to we have to we have to walk. We have to, yeah. It's 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 difficult to tell. Sometimes things are right on the line. If it's about a mask, you can bet that that whoever calls it out is calling it out and isn't a Karen. The unidentified man also insulted Cuomo, who in April signed that executive order mandating the mask. Uh, the, now, during the alleged incident, uh, uh, he called Cuomo out. What do you, this this woman who I guess. Uh, yeah, uh, it's a Twitter user here. Uh, identifies herself as Janessa Joy. Okay. Uh, and and uh, she, this is what she said: this piece of garbage <laughs> on the Nostrand uh, Ace at the Nostrand A station refused to put on his mask, saying it was in his pocket, and called me a Cuomo cunt for asking him to put it on. Oh boy, I like that. I love that a Cuomo cunt. I'm so happy to hear. That someone has has coined the, the term Cuomo cunt. Uh, I, I know that you personally don't necessarily uh, sign on with with you know that way of speaking. I'm That's all crazy. for it. I, I think I think that kind of thing should happen a yeah. lot more often. I wish somebody would call Cuomo a well, Cuomo it's cunt. It's vivid. Hey, listen to this: man donning blonde wig, trench coat, fatally shoots two in Brooklyn. 
A man in a blonde wig, blue trench coat, and brandishing an AR-15 style rifle gunned down a man and a woman sitting on a stoop in East New York. Christ. Fired more than two rounds. That's, um, uh, and he killed wow. Them that oh, it is just something happened else. a few hours ago. Wow. That is something else. Blonde wig and with an AR-15? Yeah. Wow. Here's what this woman um, said. They take away the plainclothes detectives. There's no undercover police, so that's what you get. Only blue suits sitting in their cars. There's a lot of drugs on this block. Two people dead. That's unacceptable. We got babies here. We got to walk down the street. The city needs to do a lot more for this community to make it safer for our people. East New York. Exactly. The city needs to do more for the community. They need to put more money into um, summer youth employment programs. They need to give more money to um, to Thrive NYC and all those other things. And definitely, they need to take more money away from the police. Yeah. With all that money, how can they responsibly police? Exactly. How can they fight crime with an anti-crime unit in place? Exactly. Yeah, I, I lost my niece. I can't talk, said one heartbroken man. At least 50 nearby residents uh, gathered at the scene. Several women swabbing, uh, sobbing. rather. I can't. No, I want to die. 23 shell casings along with what? Fired 23 times. Wow. Yeah, but 23 times only killed two people. De Blasio? You're doing a good job. Yeah. This is interesting. It says that uh, one nearby resident, an apartment dweller, said they heard five shots, which they mistook for firecrackers before hearing police sirens. So, yeah, for some reason, that seems important to me. It does. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, Seth, thanks thanks for your time. I appreciate it, man. Have a good (laughs) one. Thanks, Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. This piece of garbage refused to put on his mask and called me a Cuomo cunt. Cuomo cunt.